0: Hey everybody, uh, this is Talking Truth. I am Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. i made her go by many handles, as you've already heard in many introductions. Today we are studying Genesis 43, 1-34. We're going to focus uh, this week on fear, worry, doubt. And I think everybody has had all three of those, the trifecta at one time. I think a lot of us have them all at the same time. Uh, Brian has... T- this reluctant steps of faith. See, I let Brian title the messages.
1: You gotta stop doing that.
0: I don't know what I would entitle, but I, I, he's good at titling. You think so?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, we all have our opinion. That funny voice that just chimed in was Nat Crawford. He's our guest, mm-hmm. always bringing a uh, uh, Choose your words wisely. Uh, <laughs> I was bringing <laughs> buckets of humor and wisdom oh. into oh. the into the uh, program. And Brian Clark, mm-hmm. my buddy Brian. Um, He's the uh, He is the ringleader of the whole thing. So here's how we do this, everybody. Here's how we do it. Brian's going to read Genesis 43, 1 through 34. So hang in there. <laughs> don't, leave, don't leave us on 10, on verse 10. No, listen, he's going to read that, and then uh, we'll just chime in with thoughts about it. Just uh, talking about hopefully this has a good influence on your life and helps you out. Um, um, I like to call this my own therapy session. Look, I'm just uh, this stuff I need as well as anybody else. So I hope this helps you uh, throughout your week and in your life, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, Brian. All right. So you know it's easy to talk about. Okay, we're out of time, but thank you, Brian, so much for 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 being a part of this podcast. Okay, Mm -hmm.
2: sorry. That's all right. (laughs) You know, it's easy to talk about faith. It's not so easy to walk by faith. Faith involves risk, and risk is never comfortable. So sometimes in our faith journey, we just get stuck. We know God is telling us to trust him and to take that next step, but we're unwilling to do so. So then what? Is it game over? Does God just get frustrated with us and give up on us? Let's see what God does for Jacob in our story today. Remember from our last episode, Jacob's sons have returned from Egypt with grain, but they have to leave their brother Simeon in an Egyptian prison. They explained to Jacob what happened and told him they had to take Benjamin back or Simeon would die in prison. But Jacob refused to listen. He will keep Benjamin with him, so Simeon will have to die in Egypt. What a decision for a dad to have to make. A couple of years passed. The tension in Jacob's family must have been over the top. The brothers lived with the guilt of their brother sitting in an Egyptian prison, but Jacob refused to consider letting Benjamin go. It was a stalemate. But Genesis 43 opens with the words, The famine was severe. It's not going away. They were running out of food again and Jacob would have to make a decision. Either Benjamin goes with the brothers to Egypt, or they all die. When God changed Abram's name to Abraham, he was called Abraham from that point forward in the story. But since Jacob's name was changed to Israel in chapter 32, he has been called either Jacob or Israel, depending on how he was living. Israel means God prevails, and Jacob was called Israel when he trusted God, when he believed that God would prevail. But the last time he was called Israel was clear back in chapter 37, when he sent Joseph to check on his brothers. I mean, that was 20 years ago. Since that time, he's acted like Jacob, full of fear and disappointment, clinging to Benjamin. So he has been called Jacob in the text. But strangely, God calls him Israel in this chapter. God is going to force Jacob, whether he likes it or not, to take a step of faith and learn that God prevails. Jacob knows there's no choice. Either the brothers take Benjamin and go to Egypt, or they all die. So Jacob relents. This is perhaps the greatest step of faith in Jacob's life. He risked losing everything, including his beloved son, Benjamin. Why did God back Jacob into a corner to face this agonizing decision? I mean, was it to punish him? Was he angry with him? No, actually, it was out of his compassion for Jacob. It was an act of grace. Jacob had become an angry, fearful, miserable old man. God is forcing Jacob to take steps of faith to trust him for his own good. Jacob had no idea that what God wanted for him was arguably the most joyful moment of his life. His future was more wonderful than he could possibly imagine. But to get there, he had to take the step of faith that had paralyzed him for years. And God was committed to making that happen. The brothers arrived in Egypt, and they feared the worst. Their guilt over what they did to Joseph was eating them up. They were certain God was out to get them. What they were expecting was judgment, because that's what they deserved. What did Joseph have in mind? Well, that'd be based on his brother's actions. Had they changed? Would they repent of their sin? Would they come clean? That's what Joseph wanted to know. So he's testing them. Knowing Benjamin would have been Jacob's favorite after he was gone, Joseph wondered if the brothers had made Benjamin's life as miserable as they had made his. He had to know. So Joseph put out a special meal for his brothers, which of course confused them. They feared it was a trick of some sort. When serving Benjamin, he got five times more food than the other brothers. Joseph wanted to see how the brothers would react. He was carefully trying to assess the character of his brothers to determine his next move. It was like a chess game. How would they react? Well, we'll find out in the next episode. For this episode, God forced Jacob to take a step of faith or die. Jacob had no choice but to trust God with everything. God wasn't doing this to punish him, but to bless him. God wanted joy for Jacob, but Jacob struggled to trust God. So maybe that's you. Maybe God is wanting you to take that next step of faith, but you're stuck. Maybe your fear is greater than your faith right now. What is it going to take for you to take that next step and experience the faithfulness of God? This stuff is hard. Let's bring in Dan and Nat. Let's talk about it. Walking by faith isn't always so easy, is it, guys? No,
0: it no. It, it absolutely isn't. And uh, that's why I'm glad you're on the show with us to <laughs> help guide us through some of these things, because that is tough. That's, uh, anytime you're faced with something and you go man i don't know if i should do this or i should do that or how do i know the holy spirit's talking to me how do i know i mean that's tough especially it's especially tough when uh when you're comfortable things are going really well you're you have no problems uh you're very comfortable you're very happy uh you know that you want to do something for the lord you want to do and then an opportunity arises, yeah, I don't know. That means I got to do this and I got to get. I mean, that's tough. I mean, you don't know if that's you saying to yourself, well, oh, maybe I need it. Or you don't know if that's God telling you that you need to do. It's tough to figure that out. It's tough to take that next step.
2: Yeah, I think that's actually uh, exactly right. When you're comfortable, then it's easy to stay in that comfort. I mean, sometimes you wrestle with the question, what are you involved in right now where if God were to sleep in in the morning, you'd be toast? I mean, what is it you're actually depending Mm. upon God for? Or have we settled into comfort and this is easy? And I think
0: at that point we stop growing. I think people like easy. Easy is good, you know, but that's not, that's I mean, that's not what we should do. Obviously, is take the easy way out. Um, that's why I'm glad that these stories are in here because God knows, He knows the future. He's got the blueprints for your life. And when He puts these stories in as examples to us, like, "Hey, I got, it. I got it. I know what's up ahead. I got it." Uh, you just have to, you just have to get the faith enough. To just go, you know what, I'm all in.
1: You know, you just have to have that kind of faith. Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at this story, it goes back to what you were just talking about, how when we're comfortable, it's easy to settle and not be prompted to move. But in this story, the famine got so severe, they had to make a decision. It propelled them to make those choices. And I think all of us, regardless of your level of comfort or whatever situation you're you're in, I found it a fascinating exercise to ask yourself, okay, what in my life could I not live without? What thing, event, person is possibly even holding me back from pursuing God's call, the next step of faith? I remember years ago, I had a group of friends and they said, Nat, if God were to remove this one thing, would you be okay? Would you be able to follow him? Oh, yeah, that's easy. But it was thus the most mundane thing in my life that tripped me up. But what God did was he actually removed that obstacle for me to propel me to that moment of faith to walk. And and I think God, because he loves his children, he will move us to those moments where we have a better shot, I think, of walking in faith.
0: And wouldn't it, and wouldn't it be best to have the faith to do it rather than him having to remove an obstacle that— <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like what happened, like God was doing things and forcing them to go this certain way. He had to, you know, in order to get Jacob, to do, Jacob finally relented. But God was doing things along the way that mm. probably Jacob was, oh, man, now what? You know what I mean? Well, it's like pushing the bird out of the
1: nest, yeah. right? Yeah, so
0: I think I would much rather, in my opinion, I don't want obstacles I'd rather do this and do this and let God take over. For instance, let me just say this. I love playing golf.
1: Hmm.
0: That's an enjoyment that I have. Sure. So I'd much rather obey God, do what He tells me to do, and and then I can still do hmm. this other thing unless He doesn't want me doing it. I mean, I don't think it's a sinful activity. <laughs> right. You know, but it's like today. I could have I I could I got offered to go play in a couple of golf tournaments today. I love golf. Hmm. But I don't love it more than Jesus, so I'd much rather go. You know what? I can't go. I'm going to go in and do
1: this because g- this might be touching somebody's life right. and just for 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 good. Well, and that's a really that's actually a great example because here you have something that's not a that's not a sin. It's actually a good thing that brings you joy, has you know health benefits, etc but you did have a choice to make right what's going to be the thing that is going to honor god the most and bring the most value to people right again both things are good but you decide to act in faith to be faithful and well in the again
0: i think that's kind of what, what what this was kind of talking about i mean if you love jesus and you preach mm-hmm. jesus and follow jesus that's pretty much going to end it for a lot of other things that you're doing yep but i went out on a on, out on faith and i did this and uh and I I think that uh, if you if you trust him and you have faith in him and you do that, um, things will open up for you. And you don't have to have God force you into a situation where he gets rid of the stumbling blocks.
2: I think what you're sharing is right. I, I do think it's interesting to think about it like in this story. So Jacob, his sons, Simeon, Joseph, everybody's miserable. Mm-hmm. In this stalemate, think if he would have immediately Hmm. sent the brothers back with Benjamin. They could have avoided a couple of years of misery. Mm -hmm. But God patiently waited and finally backed him into a corner where a decision had to be made. But it's like God's not wanting to punish Jacob. He's wanting Jacob to discover that his beloved son is alive and what awaits them in Egypt, but Jacob's unwilling to trust him. And he's the one that's losing out then. Right. So God is using certain things
0: to make you push him in that direction. Yeah, out
1: of his goodness. Absolutely. He wants what's best for Jacob. Well, and yeah. you can see that there's blessing in store. And that's true for all of us. God God does want our best. And I think that's part of the issue that I have is I, I don't trust God like I should. I would rather play life on my terms my timeline, my way, but instead, when I actually do trust God, and I say, okay, God, I will take this next step of faith, there is blessing behind it. But as you said, by God's grace, he also, he will get us to the point where he says, no, no, I need you to listen to me because I love you, and there's even still blessing in store, much like the story we're encountering here. So, sometimes I think, I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday, people
2: look too far down the road they overthink everything they make everything too complicated and as a result they get paralyzed and sometimes it helps to back up and think about what does it look like just to take the next step right what is it God's asking of you to take the next step and quit overthinking everything kind of one step at a time Mm -hmm. we can move forward but I think sometimes people paralyze themselves because they just they overthink these things with 101 things that can go wrong and it it's overwhelming right so practically how do you
1: how do you move forward i think it's one simple step at a time do you think this goes back to people's wrestling with god's will for their lives do you think some of that is tied to this? Because I think some people get paralyzed not because they're trying to be disobedient, but because they're really trying to understand, okay, God, what is that next step?
2: Yeah, as if maybe it's something so precise right. that they have to get it exactly right, right instead of realizing it may be a little zigzaggy. Uh-huh. Right? But God has his way of getting you where he wants you mm-hmm. for, for your good.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. It's kinda of like uh it's kinda of like when you, when I was a bellhop a long time ago, in Florida. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I just figured, well, something'll come along, you know? But I didn't worry about it. But I remember getting all kinds of job offers from people coming through the ho you know what I mean? So there was like you know I, I there was always an opportunity somewhere i don't know and do, you, and, I, do you, and i apologize i've been drinking and, and so do you <laughs> and,
1: and what you're saying is you regret leaving your career as a bellhop is well, what you're trying to say
0: no what i'm saying is that if you step out on faith and you ask god to use you and you want to do something for him you just be patient and just stay in his word and be patient and don't worry about it something's going to come to you. Something will lead you away. Kind of like what I did with this. I said, I want to do something that helps people. I want to share with them. I had this conversation with Jim Brewer. We wanted, we love making people laugh, but we wanted to give people hope and make them eternally hopeful and happy,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? Joyful. And I prayed about it. I said, just, man, let something come along. That, like, is an open door, and I'll just go through the door. Yeah, I I did. Next thing you know, um, uh, this podcast came along. And I'm, like, going, yeah, I think I want to do that. That would be pretty awesome. Mm. No, it was a few months, probably a month after, or a month and a half, but I I wasn't worried about something coming along. I knew something would come along. I just had to be patient. And then this came along. And since I started doing this... Now there's other things like I get uh, a buddy of mine's at Liberty and he's asked me to come do speak at uh, some events. And mm. I do some stuff now with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. All that opened up for me because I stepped out in faith and said, look, I don't know where this is going to lead, but I want to do something for Jesus, for the mm. kingdom. Even if it's something small, I want to do something with the talents that God gave me. Mm. And things just slowly started coming my way. Mm. And so, yeah, if I would have never stepped out, then uh, this none of these things would have came my way. Mm. And not only did I step out, but it's also helping with my sanctification process, which we all go through for the rest of our lives. But it's showing me, okay, I'm not doing this joke anymore. Hmm. I'm not doing this, you know what I mean? And it's just all its all leading me down a road. And uh, so I'm glad I stepped out. Now, are there some other things where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should? You know what I mean? Absolutely. But that's part of being a Christian and following the Lord. It's all part of the process.
2: So I think we would say to our listening friends— Don't make this more complicated than it needs to be. Mm. Just take the next step.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Don't make it complicated. Just say, Lord, use me and go about your day and just stay in the Word. Stay connected Mm. and let Him bring something your way because it'll come your way. But when it comes your way, jump out in faith and do it. Don't ask for it. Then it comes and they go, I don't know.
1: Well, it's like that one theologian once said, get her done. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That theologian.
2: Hey, Brian here. I just want you to know a little bit about our sponsor, GoTandem. You may be familiar with workout apps. Well, GoTandem is a spiritual fitness app that's designed to meet you where you're at spiritually and nourish and strengthen you with God's Word. It's a great way to add a spiritual fitness routine to your life. So download Go Tandem today. It's free. Give it a try. That's Go Tandem, T-A-N-D-E-M. And now it's time for me to go. So have a great day, and I hope you'll join us again here on the next episode.
0: Get it done.